Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. The Jewish people are holy unto Hashem. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos Parshas Pinchas. That year was the 21st day of the month of Tammuz and the year Tavshin Memzayin 36 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse that says, Kodesh Yisrael HaShem, that the Jewish people are, are holy unto HaShem, racist to us, the first of its grain, all those that want to eat it, that eat it, will be liable. Now this verse is actually the last verse of the Aftorah of this Shabbos, and it's also the beginning of the Chassidic Discourse of the Alter Rebbe and Lekutai Torah, which that's the one that he ends all his Chassidic Discourse on the, on, on the, on the Torah portion of Parshas Pinchas. So over there, the Alter Rebbe asks a simple question. In other words, he says like this. He actually points out. It says, Reishas Tuasa, the beginning of Tuasa. So it says with a hey at the end. In other words, what does that mean? That the Jewish people are the beginning of Tvuas Hashem. It's two words, Tvua, the grain of Hashem. So the question is, what is this grain that's growing that the Jewish people are called the first to Hashem? So the author explains in the Kutatari and he says like this, that Tvua's Hashem, the grain of Hashem, is referring to the fact that Hashem creates and, 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 and the world in a new way, and that happens through what? The sphere of Malchus. What does that mean? And it was the, the, the grain of Hashem is referring to this world that Hashem created something from nothing. Like when you, when you, you plant a seed, so grain comes out technically something from nothing. So same thing also, the world Hashem created something from nothing. And the hay is referring to the last letter hay in Hashem's name, which is connected to the idea of Sriyas Malchus. Because we know the hay is, has the right, or the top, the, the, the left, all the different lines, which basically means it's spread out to the, to the, to the length, the width, and the depth, etc. So therefore, the Tvuas Hashem, knows the grain of Hashem is referring to the world, which is, which is being created and renewed of, of, by Hashem, through the hay which is free from Malchus. And like it says clearly, the hay, Nivro, Hashem created the world within hay. Rebbe says, he'd like to add, that this that we're saying, that the grain of Hashem is referring to the creation and the newness of the world, which happens what? Through Sri Samalchas. And like it says in Chazal, that we just quoted the hey with the letter hey Hashem used to create this world. So the intent is not only to this materialistic physical world, but it's referring to all the levels of Ishtashas, the way it flows down from the infinite part of Hashem until it comes down to this world. In other words, that all the Seder Ishtashas, all the levels from all the worlds till we come down to this world, all comes from the last hey, which is Sphere Samalchas. That's what the number adds. Even though in that in that uh, teaching of Chazal it says that with the Yud the letter Yud Hashem created the Olam Haba, which will soon explain what Olam Haba means. But little translation means the world to come, and with the Hey Hashem created this world. In other words, so if it says the Yud Hashem uh, Hashem created the world to come, and the Hey this world, so it says clearly that what the Hey create it created this world and not. All the Seder Hishtashos, all the world's way comes down. Like Robert wanted to point out before. 
But nevertheless, even though you can say it says clearly, Hashem used the hay to create this world and not the other worlds. But nevertheless, when he said when it says the world, it's obviously referring to this world and all the flows of energy from the infinite part of Hashem till here. In other words, it never explains. <clears throat> we know that the Rambam says in the laws of Truva that the world to come is referring to what? The world of the souls. In other words, in this world, we're, we, we have a soul and a body that we live in this physical world. Whereas when the soul leaves the body, so it goes up to the, it goes up to the world of the souls. So the world of the souls is called the world to come. Oilam Haba. So if that's the case, why is it called the world to come? Not because it doesn't exist now. The little translation, the world to come, it's going to be in the future. No, no. It doesn't mean it's going to exist in the future. It means it's not standing here. Um, it's not in this materialistic world. So why is it called the world to come? Because that comes to the human being after you finish your work in this world, so you go to the world of the souls. In other words, there's two ways to look at Elam Haba. One is that we're living in this world. And eventually, when Mashiach comes, we're going to have the world to come. That's one way. The Rambam says no. That Oilam Haba means it's the world that when you finish your job in this physical world, where do you go? You go to the world to come. So it exists now, but exists to you after you finish your work in this world. After you do your spiritual work in this world. So based on that, you have to explain that when it says Oilam Haza, what is it referring to this world? It's referring to the physical world and the coarse world. So according to the Rambam, yeah, you would have to say when it says Hashem created Oilam Hauze with the hay, obviously it's only this world. It's not the whole say those Shalshlas. But according to the, uh, to the um, explanation that Oilam Haba is referring to uh, the world that's going to happen in the future when Mashiach comes, when you're going to have the resurrection of the dead. So Oilam Haba is referring to when all the souls are going to be resurrected. That's going to be the world to come. And why is it called the world to come? Because literally, it's not now. When are we going to have that world? When, in the future when Mashiach comes. So based on this, you can say that Oilam Haba is the doesn't exist now it's going to be when Mashiach comes so therefore when Hashem created Oilam Haza with the hay it's referring to not only this physical world but it's only referring to all all the flows of energy f- until we created this world okay now so we have an understanding what does it mean that what that to ourselves referring to the creation of the world with the hay spheres hamalchas in the last letter of Hashem's name and it's not only, like the Rebbe points out, not only this physical world, but it's all the worlds that it comes down to here. Obviously, according to the Rambam, it's hard to, 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 to explain it that way. But according to the inside, Oilam Haz referring to the world to come, Oilam so it refers to all those worlds. But then the question is, great, beautiful. So, the, why, so that's the question is, why? what's the connection why the Jewish people called Rashi's the beginning of Tuvasa, the beginning of this flow um, of, 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 of creation from the Hay of Malchus? He explains as follows, the Alter Rebbe. Because what happens is, when there's an elevation in the world, now again, we know already now, what does world mean? The world means Tuvasa. Tuvasa is referring to the world. So when there's an elevation in the world in the grain, so then what happens, um, the source which is basically the Jewish people also have an elevate, elevation. So Rashi's also means that just like, just like when there's an elevation in the world, there's an a, elevation in the Rashi's referring to the Jewish people. What does that mean? They're explaining to this. The fact is that the souls, because we have a body and we have a soul, the soul on its own 
we're really disconnected and we're not really part of the Seder Hishtalshle where it flows down through many tzimtzumim and contractions from the infinite down to this physical world. Why is that? Because we know when Hashem decided to create the world, so the famous line is, me nimlach, who did Hashem consult to, to create the world? What was his vision? What was his future? Was the souls of the Jewish people. In other words, the the the, uh, um, the consultation and the vision of all the creations, which means all the Seder Yistalshalas, in other words, how did that happen? It happened, Rebbe Tunes, Kaviyachol, or not Kaviyachol, means how did that happen? It happened through the souls of the Jewish people. And even though it says, Hashem was Nimlach B'nishnis with the souls of Sadiq and righteous people, the fact is, we're all righteous. Now, so since Hashem, so as we consulted, um, and looked, should I create the world or not? And again, not only the world, but all say the Hishtalshalas. So you obviously, if he's consulting with the Neshamois, whether he should create the world and all this, so obviously it's much higher than that. And now he's a higher, but it's totally, it's a different, different world. The Neshamois existed before. Hashem even consulted them about creating the world. So the world and all the say the Hishtalshalas really has no connection with, with the souls. The souls are much higher than that. But nevertheless, even though from one perspective, yes, the Neshamas are much higher. Hashem, you know, we consulted with the Neshamas about creating the world. So technically, we're not really um, uh, connected to the physical world. We're not limited by the physical world. But nevertheless, what happened after Hashem went and made all the Seder Hishtal, which means he created all this until he came down to this world, he brought the soul down into this world. In other words, after Hashem consulted, whether he should create the world and create all these things, what happened afterwards, even the souls came down into this world. Which means they came down into the world, Oilam, and now we have a new term for Oilam, which is Tuasa. Up to the point that the souls came down into this physical world, and what happens in this physical world, which we call Oilam Haza, this materialistic world, this materialistic world, the component of this world is, what's not felt is the, the truth. This world is a, a world of falsehood. We all know throughout Kabbalah it says this is an Oilam HaShakar, it's a false world. Because what's not recognized is the truth, that Kadosh Baruch who created the world and maintains the world. Up to the point... Not only is the MS Lamitasai, the ultimate truth not recognized, even plain truth is not recognized or felt. But what's the purpose? Why is the Neshama come down to this world? A place which is full of falsehood, a place where uh, there's no truth. The purpose is to have an elevation through it. In other words, the goal is that the soul should be elevated from its original source. So as high as the souls were, they come down to this world, to this, the, the, the decrepit and false world, lack of honesty and lack of positivity and lack of godliness. But when the soul comes down to this world and stays connected, the soul gets elevated. In other words, why is that? Because when the soul comes down to this world and transforms the world, and as we know, it says, when God created the world, it says, God created the world to do. What does that mean to do? To fix the world, to elevate the world. Well, what does it mean practically? That we reveal the truth that Hashem is the one that created and maintained the world. And we reveal the truth, but then we also reveal the truth of the truth. So when the soul comes down to this world and reveals the truth, and reveals the truth of the world, what happens then is the souls get elevated as well, that even in there what gets revealed is the truth of the truth within the Neshamot. So in other words, just to recap before we go further, what Rebbe is saying is like this. The souls on one hand 
have no connection to the world. But the fact is, once Hashem puts us in the world, we have a job. What's our job? To to transform the world, elevate the world, that everyone should realize Hashem runs the world. What happens then is, the soul that was on this very high level for which had no connection to the world, actually gets elevated. What does that mean? The Rebbe explains it this. The revelation of Emes Lamitoi, the truth of the truth, how does that happen? So that happens in this world through a, I'll say in Hebrew, psak din halacha. When you have a ruling, a Jewish ruling, that reveals the truth of the truth what Hashem wants. Why? Because halacha, Jewish law, is in a level of emes lamitoi. If you want to know the truth, what does Hashem want? Study the Jewish law. We'll tell you how you're supposed to get up, how you're supposed to behave throughout the day, how you're supposed to behave on Shabbat, on the holidays, from birth to death, everything in between. And when you live your life, Based on Shulchan Aruch, based on the Kodesh Jewish law, then you're connecting with the real truth. You're getting what you're connecting with Hashem wants, and like we know, there says a difference between when you study Talmud. So there's a question, and there's an answer, there's a story, and it's an argument, etc. And then there is simple halacha. What does Hashem want me to do in this case? How should I behave in this case? What should I say? What should I do? What should I think, etc. So even though when you have arguments in the, in the Talmud, uh, and it goes to the right and to the left and the middle, etc., so all the arguments are really truth. There's true. Every part of Torah is true. Whether someone's right or wrong, it's all true. As we know, it says, Eilu be'elu Anytime you study Torah, and one argument sounds like this, and one says that, Torah, Paul, opposite, they're both truth. They both have room for truth. But afterwards, you have to come to the halacha. What is the law? How am I supposed to behave? And that's already a much higher level. That's called emes lamitasi. So in other words, the Rebbe is saying there's two levels in truth. There's truth, where every argument has truth. Your opinion is correct, and your opinion is correct, and her opinion is also Everyone's opinions are correct. But if you want to know correct of correctness, truth of truth, that is whatever the Jewish law is. Now, the, the ruling in halacha is... Where does that apply? That applies specifically to a soul, the way the soul is down in this world, and the soul is in the body. And like we know, for example, the famous teaching that says there was an argument in the uh, heavenly uh, yeshiva. In the heavenly yeshiva is an argument, and who was there present? So it says, Rabbi Bar Nachmeni was there present. So why they need Rabbi Bar Nachmeni there? Because they needed someone to give a ruling and to say this that they're arguing in the yeshiva in heaven they needed someone from this physical world because his soul was still in a body and as we know when it comes to for example sanctifying the moon you need to have even though it's irrelevant when the when the moon is actually born but the fact is it has to do with whenever bezdin says that's rosh chodesh so you see even though technically could have been before or afterwards technically when is rosh chodesh when bezdin establishes it because a certain power to a soul in a body that's living in this world has the power to give a halachic ruling in other words that specifically in this world where the truth is not felt but specifically in the world where truth is not felt, what gets revealed over here? The truth of the truth by a ruling of halach, halachic ruling. Why is that? It never explains it this. Like it's explained elsewhere, 
that when God created the world, so we said he went into several levels of Ishtalshla. So you have the world of Atzilut, the world of Briah, Yitzira, and Asiyah. What's the difference? And Atzilus, basically God is, you know, 90% revealed. Briah already, it's say 70, I'm giving you, making up these numbers, but it's more of, more of God's revealed and then less of a concealment. You go down to Yitzira, is more of a concealment. And the world of Asiyah is the greatest concealment. Now, so the higher world, which we call higher, which means God is more revealed, so in Kabbalah it says that's a downgrade for Hashem. Because the fact is, even though God is more revealed, but He's not 100% revealed. Where is the ultimate elevation of God? In this world, where God is totally concealed. And the creation, which is totally egotistical, physical and coarse, etc. And this materialistic creation of Hashem that's physical and egotistical becomes one with the true yes the true ego the ultimate ego which is Hashem so the same thing applies over here as follows specifically in this physical world where what's not apparent is the truth over here you're able to reveal the ultimate truth it's fascinating in a place where God is shining okay you have truth but you're not going to get to the truth of the truth in this world where God's concealed you're going to get to the truth of of the truth now so where does the truth of the truth get revealed in this physical world? So therefore, when the soul comes down into this world and transforms this world, and it reveals in this world, the truth of, this, of the truth, through a, a, a halachic ruling, so what happens then is, not only does the world get transformed, the soul gets elevated. Because what happens is, in the soul, what gets revealed in the soul is emes so the Rebbe is giving beautiful, beautiful language and explanation to the whole idea of the neshama. And as when the soul is on high, yes, it's emes, it's true. When it, but when it comes down to this world, where God is unfortunately concealed, and nevertheless we reveal God, then the neshama experiences not only emes, not only truth, but emes la'amitoi, the truth of the truth, which is only possible in this dark, concealed world of Hashem. So, the, so let's go back to the verse. The verse says, um, the, the, uh, the, the Jewish people are holy, racist to us, so which means in Tua, in this physical world, that's where it has the power to become really the racist. The Neshama goes, goes to the higher level, and what does it continue on the verse say? All those that want to eat, so to speak, will be, will be, will, 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 will be um, liable. What does that mean? And he explains. Besides the fact that the soul comes down into this world, into the body, which is, a, which is exile. Think about it, the soul is infinite. And it comes down into a body, so now it's an exile within the body. But there's a second exile. And that is when we literally are living in, goal, in exile, in the materialistic world where God is concealed. So there's two t- levels of exile for the soul. One is when it comes into the body. It's the exile that's sitting in the body. And the second exile is in the world that's in, where God's concealed. What, what's the intent? Just like when the soul comes down, we learned before the soul gets elevated, it goes from MS to MS Lamitoi. The same thing also, when unfortunately we're living in Gullus, in the world of exile, so the soul gets elevated even to a higher level. And that's why it says, Kal Eichlav, those that want to basically take advantage and consume it will be liable. And what does that mean? And because there's a downgrade, first into the body, and then in another downgrade into the materialistic world. So what could happen is, when God's concealed, so people can take advantage of the soul. 
In other words, you can literally consume the, the neshama. You can try to steal the soul that the soul should be, its life should be materialism. In other words, basically it eats the good, the good part of the world. But what's the, what's the intent? The intent is for the great elevation that happens afterwards. And that's why it says, they're going to use the term liable of, of an asham, because we know when someone, when someone goes ahead and uh, um, uh, uh, uses holiness and he defies the holiness, what does it say? When someone sins with holiness, you have to pay, and then you have to pay um, a, a, um, a fine on top of that. And what does that mean? That you add a fifth to what you pay. And that's that creates the ultimate elevation that, like it says, the, the fifth goes to, goes to Parai. So in other words, what you're saying is like this. There's two downgrades. One is a soul comes in the body, and one is a, we're living in this world. But the point, what happens when you live in the world, you want to take away the soul for unfortunate for wrong things but what happens if you do that and the soul overpowers you end up getting what a greater greater elevation that's why it says the jewish people are holy unto hashem Rash is the beginning of tuasah and it was like this it never explains means that the souls on their own, they're Kaidish, they're holy. And we know that there's a difference in Kaidish with above and without above. Kaidish means it's it's an attached holiness. Kaidish with alavav, which means the word itself is holy, that means the, the souls on their own are holy. They're pure. In other words, they, they have no connection with this physical world. And not only with the world, but all say they're Ishtalshalas. That, that's, that's the mean Kaidish. They, they're on their own. They're totally, they're totally unique and separate. But even after it comes down into this world, which we learned the term of world between two also, but nevertheless they still remain racist the beginning. And like it says, like it says, when Hashem created us, it says be racist in the beginning. Hashem created all but for two beginnings. Beis is two, racist the beginning for two. One is for the Jewish people, and one is for the Torah. And they came, the soul came down to this world. And even though, unfortunately they could be consumed by the world but the ultimate is that there's going to be there's going to be liability it means that it means that through these um downgrades it's actually going to end up being a, a, a huge benefit for the soul on many many levels now so what do we see from here that the soul comes down to this world is to be elevated to higher than before even though it was a very very powerful level now so since we're down here for that reason, and we're doing our jobs, Trevor says, but when are we going to have the revelation of the of the of the elevation of the soul? That's going to happen in the future when Mashiach comes. Like it says clearly in the in the prophets, the niglek Hashem, Hashem is going to be re- revealed, and we're, and all the flesh is going to see that what Kipi Hashem is Hashem is speaking. And since it says we're all called Basser, every flesh is going to see. So what does that mean? Not only the Jewish people, everyone is going to see. And it's including all the nations of the world. And not only that, um, when it says all flesh, it's referring to chai, things that are living, soimeach, things that grow, and doimen, even inanimate objects, that in everything, what's going to be revealed, what's going to be revealed in everything is what? Pi Hashem Diba, that Hashem is the one that's speaking, Hashem is the ultimate, the, the real superpower of the world. So that's going to happen ultimately when Mashiach comes. But the Rebbe says we had a taste of it. When do we have a taste of it? When Hashem gave us a Torah. Because we know when Hashem gave the Torah, it says even a bird um, uh, didn't make any noise. Um, uh, the, 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 the birds, they didn't fly. In other words, because everyone respected Hashem. But the ultimate completion is going to be in the future. And as everything Hashem created, and everything that was formed, and everything that exists, 
What's going to be revealed in there? Kipi Hashem Diba Hashem is the what is the life force. And up to the point which can be revealed in the, in the physical world, like it says on the verse, Einoid, knows even in the physical world there's nothing other than Hashem. And this all started, it says, through the Chabad Rebbeim, and it's, you know the famous story of the Alter Rebbe, and also about the Tzemach Tzedek, that even while they were in, 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 in this physical world, where this physical world were limited by the physical, physical components of the world, what do they say? They said they don't see the beam, they don't see the wall. So what did they see? They saw godliness. They saw the kayach apoyel benifel. They saw God giving it its life force. In other words, what somebody calls a beam or someone calls uh, whatever you want to call something physical, they saw the godly energy in there. Now, and, and there was a, since this story was given over from one Chabad rabbi to the other, until we actually now we hear, we heard the story, so obviously that every one of us can have some kind of a residue of this. And ultimately the end will be is, that will not only will we'll, we'll see it, but it's also going to be felt in our intellect, and it's going to be felt in every single one of our attributes that we have, and literally it's going to be felt in the heels of our feet. We're going to feel godliness, and this is all going to happen. It says it's going to happen in a revealed way when we're going to have the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption through Mashiach Tzedkenu. So here's another beautiful Hasidic discourse that explains a, a verse in the prophets, but obviously it has a very, very powerful teaching that shows that our source is obviously pure. We come down to this world and we have the power to be elevated, and not only to be elevated, up, elevated to such a high level that we go to the level of MS Lamitoy, we connect them with MS Lamitoy, and ultimately it says when the ultimate revelation is going to happen when Mashiach comes. But the fact is, we have the power to experience it now, and like the Rebbe finishes off the Hasidic discourse, let's hope and pray it's going to happen very very quickly and we're going to have the revelation of Mashiach Tzedkenu and our next class will be in Yerushalayim Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.